Create Art Podcast, Project, National Novel Writing Month, and National Podcast Post Month. Hello, friend, and welcome to Create Art Podcast, where I help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. I'm Timothy Kim O'Brien, your head instigator with over 20 years in arts and education. Now, how do I do this? Well, I provide you with commentary, interviews, discussions, and projects that will inspire you to create art. Now, this month, November of 2021, I will be podcasting daily and writing a novel all within that 30 days. I'm participating in Nay Pod Pomo, which is National Podcast Post Month, and Nay No Rimo. I did this last year. I want to do it again this year. And you will find all the episodes right here at createartpodcast.com. Now, you'll be able to listen and read along to what I wrote for the day. I do like to practice what I preach when it comes to art. So I'm challenging myself again this year to write and have you come along for the ride. It's my hope that this inspires you to accomplish your goals with your art. And if you'd like to share what you're doing, feel free to email me timothy at createartpodcast.com. So let's get this show on the road. All right, folks, we are on day 15, November the 15th. Daily count today was 1,745. Cumulative count, 23,011. 23011. We're a little behind on our overall, but usually I can catch up uh, towards the end of this. So let's see where this goes tonight. Carl went to the living room and sat down with Cheryl and turned on the television and put on some jazz. They both said aloud, no Grover Brecht, damn it. And the music came on. They sat on the couch and just held hands for some time. It felt nice to Carl to just hold hands with someone again, and Cheryl put her head on his shoulder. They stayed that way until almost midnight, when Cheryl got up and motioned for Carl to come to bed. He turned off the television and followed her. Once in the bedroom, Cheryl turned on the light and disrobed and climbed into bed. Carl stood there and looked at her. You should probably get into your pajamas and come to bed, said Cheryl. Carl took off his clothes until he got down to his underwear, put his phone on the charger, and turned on some soft music again. No jazz. Maybe something light like classical would be nice. I know you like to listen to music when you sleep. It doesn't bother me. I'm too tired to let it disturb me. He climbed into bed with her and set the alarm for 6 a.m. I have to go to work early tomorrow. I promise to be quiet, said Carl. But Cheryl was already asleep. He turned out the light and fell into a sound sleep himself. The night passed without any fanfare. His snoring didn't wake Cheryl, and when the alarm went off, he quickly turned it off and got up in the dark and went to the bathroom to shower and get ready for work. Once the water hit his face, he felt refreshed and ready to take on, tackle whatever the day brought him. Once done with the shower, he shaved his face and felt truly clean. The worries from the weekend passed away. Usually he would have music on at this time, but he didn't want to disturb Cheryl, so he got ready in silence. He walked to the closet and picked down his clothes for for the day. 
Once dressed, he went back to the bathroom and looked at himself in the mirror. He inspected his clothes to make sure everything was where it needed to be and turned out the light. When he entered the room again, Cheryl was sitting up in bed, looking through her phone. How'd you sleep? Carl asked. You don't snore as bad as you think you do. I slept just fine. It was nice having someone next to me. I was worried I'd miss you, but when you got up, I woke up and figured I'd wait till you were done in the bathroom. This is going to work. Myra and I will have fun at Carmine's, and you'll have, and you'll come get Myra at the shop. We aren't leaving. I'm, I'm in this for the long haul, and I know you are too," said Cheryl. Carl came to her side of the bed and kissed her for the first time since this whole thing started. It felt good to do that, and she welcomed the kiss. Now grab your coffee and get to work. I'll text you if anything happens. Carl closed the bedroom door and went to the kitchen where the coffee was already brewed and ready to pour. He took out his travel mug and filled it. Then he took a cup and poured a bowl of cereal with milk and quietly ate. The sun was coming up little by little to start the day, and he sat there in the dark of the kitchen and ate his food slowly. Looking at his watch, he saw that he had a few minutes before he had. He walked to Myra's door and peered in to see that she was still asleep. Her breathing was slow and rhythmic. She had a slight smile on her face, which made him smile. He felt good being a father, even if it meant he would die. He closed the door and walked back to the kitchen to put away the bowl and mug. He checked on the dishes in the dishwasher, and the heat came out of the door and warmed his face. At that time, he was ready to go and left quietly and locked the door behind him. He made it to his car and turned it on. The radio was on the NPR station, and the announcer was talking about the body found in the next town that he assumed was Harold. He turned off the radio and plugged his phone to turn on a podcast. It was one that brought inanimate objects to life and interviewed those objects. This time it was a light post with an Irish accent. He listened and started to laugh at the absurdity of this story. He put the car in drive and left the quiet apartment complex headed for work. Then when he got to work, he discovered he forgot to make a lunch for himself. Luckily, there was a couple of food establishments nearby where he could grab a quick bite to eat. None of them were healthy choices, but he figured he deserved to splurge today after the weekend he had had. When Carl got into work, he headed for his desk and was met by his boss, Fred. Carl, can you meet me in my office for a few minutes before you start work today? They went to Fred's office and Fred closed the door. Okay, I'm not trying, I'm not prying because you're one of my best employees and I like to think of you as a friend. Is everything okay? Do you need to take some time off? Lord knows you barely take any time off for yourself. Things got a little weird this weekend. I will be taking some time off soon, about a week or two. This weekend was pretty nuts for me, and I'm not 100% today. But I do want to get some work done and prep our clients for me being out, replied Carl. Take the time, no worries. Just let me know when you'll be back. There's plenty of work here for everyone, and I'm sure we can get someone to cover your accounts while you're out. Is there anything I can do for you while you're out? asked Fred. Not really. I, I have people helping me out now that are working on the issues, but I will need to talk with HR about adding two people to my insurance. I have a qualifying event, said Carl. 
Of course, I can get you in the HR anytime. Let's say about 10 a.m. Will that work? Asked Fred. Yeah, that would work. Thanks for being so understanding. Just some weird stuff going on at home as well. I'm adding to the household. Going to get married soon and adopt a child, replied Carl. Well, that's definitely news. I don't remember you talking about adopting before. You know we have a program that can help you with that. In marriage, wow, life is really turning around for you, replied Fred. Can we keep this to ourselves? I don't want it getting around the office and don't want anyone making a fuss, said Carl. Definitely, I can keep it quiet. Is there anything, is everything okay though? I mean, this is something you, you, I mean, is this something you wanted to happen? Asked Fred. It wasn't my 10 year plan, but it just happened. So we're getting everything sorted out. I really appreciate you keeping quiet on this. You know me, I don't even like telling people when my birthday is, said Carl. Well, let me know what you need. I have your back. It's just because you're such a great employee. You're a great person, said Fred. Carl went back to his desk and started up the terminal. He had about 100 emails to answer and needed to check on, his, on the status of a few projects he was working on. When he looked up next from his pile of emails, it was close to 10 o'clock. He needed to head over to HR, like Fred said, and get a, a packet from them to add Cheryl and Myra onto his insurance. He finished up the email he was working on and determined that he was not as far behind as he thought. Luckily, he always was ahead of his projects and workloads, so he could slide for a few days without any interruption in service for his clients. He went over to the HR office and signed in. He waited there about five minutes, and then someone he didn't know called his name. He was directed to another office in the back and was sat in a small cubicle with an HR person with the HR person. Carl, how can we help you today? asked the woman behind the desk. Well, I'm gonna get married and adopting a child in the near future, naturally I need to add them to my insurance, so I suppose I'll need some paperwork for that. And if you can tell me how quickly they can be added on, that would be great to know, replied Carl. Well that should be easy enough. So the insurance will need copies of their social security cards and birth certificates, and the paperwork is pretty easy to fill out. Once you have these documents, just bring them uh, back to me or you can email them to me. And we'll get your wife and child set up on your insurance. Oh, we'll need a copy of your marriage license to add your wife on. How about your retirement? I see we have your ex-wife on the account. Will you be dropping her from the retirement? And if so, we do need a copy of the updated divorce decree showing that she's waiving her portion of your retirement, said the HR woman. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. Let's just do the insurance for now and we can tackle the retirement at a later date, replied Carl. You have 90 days to make that declaration from the time you get remarried. You could leave her on and add your new wife on onto the account to start and then work things out with your ex-wife, said the HR lady. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to today's installment of Shared Diary. If you like what you heard, you can go to the website, createartpodcast.com. You can go to this post and leave me some comments and let me know what you liked and what you didn't like. I would suggest reading through last year's work first to know who Carl is and who Myra is. 
and who Cheryl is and who all these people are. Uh, that would probably help. So again, we'll see you tomorrow. And I just wanted to let you all know too that sometimes I might miss a day or two in this month. Sundays are the days that I usually catch up if I miss any days during the week. So make sure that you're subscribed and following whatever podcast app you're using. And I want to thank you for listening in and reading uh, the story that I'm writing eventually will be for you. Have a great day. And this is a Gagopod East Studios production. Gagopod, where we've been helping creatives tell their story with podcasting since 2017. Take a look at gagopod.com and you'll see all of our network shows. All of them are designed to help you podcast. See you next time.